0: Is it time to see five-star freshman Connor Wegman, the starting quarterback for Texas A&M, on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast? You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And today's episode of Locked On Aggies is sponsored by Simply Safe Home Security with fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe 24 7 monitoring agents. Capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on college to learn more. And as we have done many times on this show, we've got to talk about the quarterback position for the Aggies. I wish we could be talking
1: about something else. But with what we have
0: seen on the offensive side of the ball for the Aggies in 2022, this quarterback conversation is the only conversation that matters. They are averaging
1: 205 yards and one touchdown, throwing the ball on offense this year. 205 yards and one touchdown.
0: You just can't win in major college football throwing for 200 yards a game in the year 2022. And there's lots to be said about the possibility of needing to make some system-type changes in terms of how the offense functions how the design of the offense works and the sequencing of the play calling. But that's a bigger picture conversation probably to be reserved for December and January as we're talking about what coaches are available and whether Jimbo Fisher would actually make that type of a move. But for now we've got to talk about what AM has seen so far in 2022 from the quarterback position. And whether they can keep running these same guys out there, or whether it's time to go ahead and see what the freshman, Connor Wigman, has to offer behind center. And we have started to hear Jimbo Fisher be asked about these things in his press availability every week. Now on Monday, he was asked about it. And he said, Connor is a good player. He could go out and play for us right now. He's been getting lots of reps with the second team. He could go out and play if we needed him to. And my question and the question that we're posing
1: on today's episode is, is now that time? And part of the reason
0: why that conversation has to happen now and why we have to have the conversation is because of two factors.
1: The first of all, the first one is Haynes King, who started the season as the quarterback in basically three starts, looked completely panicked and Like he just wasn't ready. And you can't just sit around and wait on him. And excuse me, he had two starts. He's played in three games now. And Max Johnson, who has started three games, brought a little bit more poise
0: to the game but when it comes to navigating the pocket and anytime there's anything less than perfect
1: pass protection
0: turns into a completely negative play or a completely wasted play for a and m and luckily thanks to our friends at pro football focus they track these sorts of things we have the ability to quantify these ideas these ideas that Haynes King is much more likely to attempt a big time throw. He's much more likely to go for the big play, but he's also much more likely to create turnovers. For example, Haynes King has 71 dropbacks. On the year, Max Johnson has 94. So, about one extra game, which makes sense, one extra game worth of dropbacks for Max Johnson. In those dropbacks, Max Johnson, in 94 dropbacks, according to Pro Football Focus, has thrown two turnover worthy plays, which is considered a pass that has a high percentage chance to be intercepted or a poor job of taking care of the ball. And fumbling. So his turnover-worthy play rate is about 2%. Haynes King, on the other hand, in 71 dropbacks, has four turnover-worthy plays. Which makes sense. He's thrown four interceptions. But what that means is that he's about 5.3% on his turnover-worthy play, which means he's a little over twice as likely on the same number of drawbacks to make a turnover-worthy throw than Max Johnson is. And that, that adds up. That makes sense based on the eye test. Haynes King is putting the ball at risk at a much more significant rate than Max Johnson is. And they both have really low big-time throw rate, which is a pass with excellent ball location and timing, generally thrown further downfield and or into a tighter window. Haynes King has two big-time throws for a percentage of about 3%. Max Johnson has one big-time throw for about 1.3%. And this is where it really gets really stark. In those 94 dropbacks, playing with what most would consider to be a better offensive line because of the fact that you have Bryce Foster back playing over Matt Wyckoff. You got some settlement, some experience happening from the young players at other spots in the line. You could argue and probably should argue that the level of of opponent is Higher that Max Johnson has played against as he played against Arkansas and Mississippi State as well as Miami. Those are three pretty significant upgrades in terms of competition from Appalachian State and Sam Houston State. But either way, in 94 dropbacks, Max Johnson was pressured 46 times. Haynes King in his 71 dropbacks pressured 22 times. But this is where it really gets stark and really gets um, drastic. On those 46 pressures, Max Johnson was sacked 11 times. Haynes King sacked only twice, which means that basically a quarter of the time, almost 24% of the time, if you get pressure on Max Johnson, you're going to sack it. And sacks are, especially for a team like A&M, that doesn't generate huge plays in the passing game all that often.
1: If you get sacked, the series is
0: almost over at that point. So 24% of the time when he's pressured, Max Johnson winds up sacked. When Haynes King gets pressured, he only gets sacked 9% of the time. 22 pressures, two sacks. And you, you can't even say that Haynes is more likely to scramble and avoid a sack than Max is because Max has 11 scrambles and Haynes only has five. So what this means is that it means that Max Johnson has what should and could be considered in this A&M offense, a fatal flaw in the pocket, navigating pressure. It starts before the snap, identifying where the pressure could be coming from, setting the protection, knowing what the offensive line is going to be doing, having the same, um, seeing plays the same way as the center and, the mechanics of who calls the protection differs from team to team. Um, and probably even from quarterback to quarterback within the team. But they're not identifying pressure well. They're not handling schemes well up front. And the quarterback of the last few games, Max Johnson, has not at all done a good job of handling that pressure. And he's even done a good job, as I talked about yesterday, he's done a good job, which is not a good thing, of generating pressure. And putting himself
1: in danger.
0: Stay tuned right after this for why Haynes King has a similar flaw in his game, putting the ball in danger. And if you wanna make sure you're not in danger, you have to check out Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people. Have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe agents will call you the moment a threat is detected. And dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real, so you get the highest priority police dispatch. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/slash locked on college. Save twenty percent on your simply safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com/slash locked on college. That's simply safe. Slash College to learn more, there is no safe
1: like simply safe.
0: So we know what the critical error or the critical flaw is in Max Johnson's game at this point. He creates pressure for himself too often. And when he creates pressure, he fails to either escape that pressure or get the ball out before that pressure can convert to sack to sacks at far too high of a rate.
1: So what about
0: Haynes King? This conversation should be relatively quick and easy because it's the same conversation we had when the ball was turned over to Max Johnson in the first place. And I didn't do this on purpose, but I used the term turn the ball over because that's the flaw. Max Johnson, zero interceptions on 94 dropbacks. Haynes King, four interceptions on 71 dropbacks. And now you're going to argue, and Jimbo Fisher even said it, in his press conference when he was asked about Haynes King's performance on Saturday, that, hey, the ball gets tipped. Haynes didn't necessarily do anything wrong. When there becomes a trend over multiple games that a quarterback puts the ball in danger, it becomes the quarterback's responsibility to protect the football better. And that means keep the ball from being put in a position where it can be tipped by a defensive back or tipped by a linebacker. Put the ball where your guy can get it or where nobody can get it. Now, the other side of the way Haynes King plays is his average depth of target or how far down the field the ball is, the ball is thrown when he throws the ball on average, whether complete or incomplete, is 10.8 yards for Haynes King compared to 8.2 for Max Johnson. That's a a significant difference. It's basically a 25% difference from Max to Haynes. With that, however, unless you are a big, big, big big-time quarterback, with the deeper targets comes more risk, thus the four interceptions.
1: Both guys have had four balls dropped. Haynes
0: just puts the ball at risk too much. And we saw and we've talked about the deer in the headlights type of look when we talk
1: about Haynes too often. At this
0: point, and this is, you almost feel bad saying this because it's a person, right? he He's a, I mean, he, honestly, he's a kid. But at this point, you can't put Haynes King out there on the field right now and expect to be competitive in
1: big games. But Max Johnson's injured also. So what do you do?
0: Is the solution to turn it over to the kid, to the freshman, to Connor Wigman and see what he's got? Is this the week?
1: Maybe. Maybe not. We'll talk about that here in
0: just a moment. We got to figure out what we're going to do at quarterback. But if you haven't figured out that you need to try Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. This is going to be your new favorite. Cookie dough chunk puffs have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And, of course, they are covered in 100% Real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. Run to Built.com. It's Nagabox for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat. Or find a good hiding place and hoard them for yourself. Just like all Built bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, which means they're healthy and tasty chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. So, so good. What's great about Built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to built.com. use promo code LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15.
1: And is this the time to bring Connor Wigman into the fold going into... This game, this week, against Alabama. I don't think
0: you can afford to do that at this point. Max Johnson is injured. We see NFL quarterbacks deal with this bang their hand on the helmet type of injury rather often. We saw the frustration and everything from Max Johnson on the sideline it would be extremely hard to see to believe that we're going to see him come out seven days later and play and be ready to compete but i also don't think that you can throw connor wigman to the wolves of the alabama crimson tide this week i think it has to be later you do have to see what Connor Wigman has this season because you've got to know how big of a priority quarterback is going to be going into 20 the 2023 class and the transfer portal and all of that because if you play Connor Wigman and he's the guy and I and Haynes King decides to stay at AM and be the backup you have a backup if Connor Wigman plays this season and looks completely overwhelmed, you have to go to the portal or go to the recruiting class and really, really, really hit a home run with a quarterback. Or you're looking at 2023, the class that the year that is supposed to be and has been talked about as AM's real year, once all of these freshmen and last year's class the 2022 class and the 2021 class have a chance to grow up a little bit. Build in another high-quality 2023 class, and now, you, now this is when you have a chance. But if you're going into 2023 with the same quarterback questions that you have in 2022, you have failed as a coach, and you have failed as a football program to find an answer. So you have to get Connor Wigman into the game this year. But you just happen to be going up against a Heisman finalist who's a defensive pass
1: rusher. And according to Pro Football Focus, he's not even the
0: best pass rusher on the team. Chris Braswell has a win rate of 27.6%
1: of the time. And when you factor in just
0: true pass sets, He and Will Anderson both have win percentages, win rates, in the neighborhood of 35%. DJ Dale, a defensive interior player, a defensive tackle, has a win rate at
1: 36% on true pass sets.
0: The sample size is a lot smaller there for sure. But Will Anderson has 110%. Pass rush snaps. And he's winning about 20% of the time. He has 28 true pass set, which takes out play action. It takes out RPO, run pass option type plays, and gives a more pure look at when this guy knows it's going to be a pass what does it look like? He's got 28 true pass set rushes, and he has won 34.6% of the time. In those 28 rushes, he has three sacks, a hit, and four hurries. Eight pressures in 28 pass rush snaps on a true pass rush. And this Alabama team is going to score. We saw them have to play their backup quarterback for over half the game last week, and they scored over 40 points against an Arkansas team that you barely put up 23 against, and you needed a fumble recovery with a handoff and a 94-yard return to score 23. And Alabama throws their backup quarterback in the game and scores over 40.
1: You're going to have to score points this game if you want to compete with Alabama.
0: Which means you're going to have to drop back and pass. Which means I don't think you can throw Connor Wingman in this game and have him have this be his first exposure. You can't send him on the road to Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa in front of that crowd in primetime on CBS in the game of the week and have that be his first exposure. If you were going to roll with Connor Wigman, you should have done it when you put Max Johnson in against Miami. But at that point, you needed the stability. You needed the veteran presence to help the team bounce back. And now you're stuck. We talked ourselves into, myself specifically and some others, into the idea that this was an exception to the idea that when you have more than one quarterback or when you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. Because we were convinced that there was a floor in the scenario provided by Max Johnson that was capable of playing really competitive football at the SEC level. And that Haynes King gave you a ceiling and that if the ceiling fell, if the floor fell through on Haynes, you had the floor with Max. But what we've now seen is over the course of four games, The floor fell out on Haynes, and it fell out on Max, and now there's no ceiling, and it feels like there's no floor either. Which means you don't have a quarterback. And if you don't have a quarterback in 2022, you can't be competitive. Which is why this team is not a top 25 team in the country right now, despite a roster at 20 of the 21 positions. We'll be we'll give them some benefit of the doubt. At 18 of the 21 other starting positions on offense and defense, worth of players that is top 10 or top 15 worthy. They're gonna have to go with Haynes King this week, and there's a really, really significant chance it gets really ugly. But coming out of this game against Alabama.
1: When you come out of this game and you get ready to go to South Carolina next week, you're halfway through the season at that point.
0: Going into the South Carolina game, in my opinion, it's time to see the kid. It's time to put Connor Wigman on the field and give him five SEC games and a bowl game to build himself and be ready to be the starting quarterback and be the leader that this team needs at the position in 2023. And it's a shame that we're already talking about 2023 because that's not what this season was supposed to be. But here we are, two losses in, staring at Alabama, staring at another 8-4 and potential season. And it's going to be – it's not going to be fun if A&M can't figure out the quarterback situation because if you don't have a quarterback, you are not relevant in football in 2022. That's it for the show today, guys. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm your host, Joey Ikes. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can find the show on Twitter at Aggies. You can also find us on YouTube at Locked On Aggies there as well. Please, please, please go check us out there. Follow the show there. Give us a subscription. Like the videos. Comment on the videos. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we release a new video. We're so thankful for you guys. Now that you've made Locked On Aggies your first listen, please, please, please go check out Locked On SEC, where host Chris Gordy takes you around the SEC with the local experts in 30 minutes or less every single day. Locked on SEC. Thanks so much, guys. We will see you tomorrow.